This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, May 12th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nelly. Here's today's headlines. Fallout from drought order. Aggies appeal to Congress on taxes. Biden pushes hazard pay for essential workers. Curtailing water rights could hurt vulnerable communities, according to ag groups. While Governor Gavin Newsom's expanded drought declaration and $5 billion relief package has drawn industry praise, trade groups have remained suspicious of what the new authorities could mean to growers. Water curtailments disproportionately impact rural and disadvantaged communities, according to Western Grower CEO Dave Puglia in a statement. Puglia said these communities felt the impacts of the last drought when half a million acres were fallowed in the San Joaquin Valley with $4 billion in losses to economic activity. He urged a voluntary approach to water conservation, giving our smart and capable public and private water agencies the space they need to maximize limited water supplies. Puglia also encouraged state agencies to, quote, remove the red tape for investing in water storage infrastructure. Similarly, California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson said building, not just planning, is needed, referring to unspent funding from the Prop 1 water bond in 2014. Along with storage, Johansson called for investment in water use efficiency and water recycling and desalination. Conservation groups, on the other hand, said the declaration was, quote, too little, too late. Cold water pools and upstream reservoirs are already too low because of supplies were shipped to southern cities and the Central Valley argued restore the Delta. The group Save California Salmon called the spending provisions taxpayer-funded pork projects that benefit industrial agriculture through private canals and the site's reservoir. More collaborative groups like the Environmental Defense Fund, however, were pleased to see proposals for multi-benefit projects and nature-based solutions. And on that note, EDF has launched a new partnership with state agencies to scale up an open-source groundwater accounting platform to enable data-driven water management. Bringing groundwater supplies into balance is a challenge that demands new, innovative solutions and partnerships, said EDF's Christina Babbitt. Lawmakers probe ag needs on climate. A pair of hearings on Capitol Hill should shine some light on how well federal research and conservation programs are helping farmers meet the demands of climate change. A House Agriculture Subcommittee is holding a hearing focused on conservation programs, while the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee will be questioning senior USDA officials about the department's research programs. The House Ag hearing comes as many lawmakers are trying to use an upcoming climate and infrastructure package to substantially increase funding for conservation programs. The witnesses at the hearing today will include Jamie Johansson, president of California Farm Bureau. The appropriations hearing, Representative Shelley Pingree, a Maine Democrat, will be among the subcommittee members seeking to find out what the department will do to expand the use of climate smart practices. Farm groups, leave tax rules alone. Farm groups are stepping up the pressure on Congress to reject President Joe Biden's proposals for increasing taxes on capital gains. More than 40 organizations have signed a letter to congressional leaders saying the proposals threaten the transition to a new generation of farmers. 
The letter contends that eliminating stepped-up basis on inherited assets could lead to unintended consequences, including limiting the availability of land for new farmers. Biden was called for taxing appreciated gains at death, and he also wants to raise the top capital gains rate and sharply limit the use of like-kind exchanges to defer taxes on land. Keep in mind, the tax proposals are more than revenue raisers. Biden says they're needed to reduce economic inequality, which will be the focus of a House Ways and Means hearing today. Now, for more on the issue of like-kind exchanges, read the weekly AgriPulse newsletter. We also have the latest on ASF in China and look at what Biden's civilian climate corps might mean for ag. Biden pushes states on hazard pay. The Biden administration is urging states to use some of the $350 billion and the $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan to provide hazard pay for essential workers, including those in food production. Workers at farms, food production facilities, grocery stores, and restaurants are eligible for higher pay under the legislation, that according to rules being issued by the Treasury Department. The department notes many essential workers are people of color or low-wage workers. The United Food and Commercial Workers International Union lauded the administration for stressing that hazard pay should be, one, prioritized for essential workers. Two, the premium pay can and should be retroactive. Three, the premium pay is intended for a broad range of essential workers, including grocery, meat packing, and health care workers. And four, it can be employer-provided. Here's today's He Said It. We face a complex challenge, how to sustainably feed a growing population while slowing and ultimately reversing greenhouse gas emissions and environmental degradation and building back better. To be effective, our approaches need to be innovative, as innovative as our farmers and as dynamic as the shifting context in which they operate. That Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack in addressing a global food security forum sponsored by the Chicago Council on Global Affairs. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, May 12th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.